3.15am, Thursday, July 26, 2012. Emergency Room, Vanderbilt Hospital, Nashville. I hadn't planned on this today. It was supposed to be a quiet day, maybe run a few errands, walk the dog, finish some edits I started yesterday. Maybe see if that new coffee shop is as good as people are saying it is. And yet here I am, sitting beside my wife in an emergency room. Karen hasn't been well for a few weeks, so earlier today she finally went to the walk-in clinic. Nothing major, she thought, just the sort of unwell that would need a few pills to blast it away. The doctor thought otherwise. It only took a few minutes before he was telling her to go to the emergency room straight away. He said she was the sort of unwell that needed some new blood. We've been here for almost 11 hours. Karen's in a bed and I'm sitting beside her, trying to smile reassuringly. We're like an old couple. I thought we had decades ahead of us before we'd be comforting each other at a hospital bedside. But what can you do? So far, there have been tests and scans and consults with doctors who have perfect teeth and a warm, reassuring manner. They have told us that Karen needs surgery. We have told them we have no health insurance. Today has not gone how I expected. Am I alone, or is this just how life goes? We all experience those twists and turns. Some doors opening, some doors closing, it just happens. Life can change in an instant, or as we say in England, turn on a sixpence. It just does. Turns out Karen had a tumour the size of a tennis ball that was making her really sick. She was bleeding continuously. Thankfully, the tumour was benign, and treatment straight away, along with surgery to remove it in January 2013, was completely successful. But I know a lot of stories don't end that way. That day in the hospital, I was thinking about Karen all the time. I wasn't complaining or feeling frustrated. The unexpected had completely interrupted my day, but that was okay. All that mattered was here and now, and how to make Karen comfortable and get her better. So I prayed, not in an I'm expecting a miracle kind of way, something more like help. And in the midst of those terrifying hours, I had some kind of sense that God was not far away. There was something of the divine in the uncertainty, in the worry, in the hospital, in the here and now. That day in the hospital happened in the middle of a lot of uncertainties, a lot of worries, in the middle of a huge transition. It all started in 2008. I was in my 40s and had spent the previous 16 years in the job of a lifetime, making music with friends who were like family. And then on a hot, muggy summer's day in Texas, we had a meeting that made clear that season was coming to an end. It was unexpected. It was hard. When the job ended in 2009, we were all trying to end well and treat one another as best we could, but I was already wrestling with God and a monster called self-doubt. In 2010, I moved my family, complete with our dog Buddy, from our home on the south coast of England to Nashville, Tennessee, and began making my way towards a new freelance career, a new country, a new opportunity, but very different ways of doing things in every single area of life. My visa said, alien of extraordinary ability. I just felt like an alien. 
Two years later, as Karen lay in that hospital bed, we weren't so different, she and I. I needed some new blood in my veins too, some fresh life. Karen's new lifeblood came from refrigerated bags and incredible care from the staff at Vanderbilt. And mine? I started the journey to find mine when I began to accept that I'm not in control. And there, at the bottom of all things, God met me. Here's the thing. I want safety and comfort, but I have discovered that these are mere illusions sold to us by this modern life and insurance companies. We all hope for the perfect outcome, but life doesn't follow our instructions. This is nothing new. Jesus delivered what is considered to be his most complete sermon on this subject. We are not in control. Life does not always work out the way we expect it to. And he tells us, when we find ourselves at the end of our rope, at rock bottom, God is there. God is on our side. 